Owl. Yeah? Video games and television. Uh-huh. Not necessarily the best combination. No, it tends to not be. Tends to not be. I mean, you could expand that to any other form of media. Yeah, and usually I mean, it tends not to go well. We we have the infamous "excuse me, princess" to uh, emphasize that point. That we do, but let's talk about a television show that's based around video games, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> I th I think we should. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Howe and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 248. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about a television streaming series mm -hmm. called Mythic Quest. God, the amount of times I've accidentally called this Mystic Quest, I can't even Man, tell you. Only. I cannot tell you how many times I've accidentally called it Mystic Quest when I was talking to my brother about it. <laughs> and then I feel like an idiot because I'm like, God, that's not the name of it. Like, they had to have known that it sounds very much Mystic Quest, right? I mean, maybe. I guess they're probably not as big nerd level as us. They also are working with Ubisoft, which is not Square Enix. True. So... There is that, but yes. Well, I thought is... maybe they had blight pleated or something. I don't know. Anyway, Ubisoft. Yes, this Moving is the on. the show that Ubisoft put out on one of their E three press conferences like three years ago. It sounds they brought right. Out, they brought out Rob McElhenney, and everyone was just like, "Huh." I remember even we were confused, like, "Huh." You're making a TV show, okay? That that probably is going to be bad. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So anyway. I never, I never got around to watching it until like you started talking about it, and we're like, "Hey, this is actually kind of good." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the team behind it is insane. Mm -hmm. It's basically the same team as It's Always Sunny. Yeah. So like, yeah. You are yeah. getting that kind of comedy when you go into this. Like, it's not as like as. It's not as zany. Well, I wouldn't say zany. I was gonna say like excessive and okay yeah that's fair vulgar as it's always sunny is mm -hmm, yeah that's fair that's very but fair you are also dealing with a lot of characters who are just sociopathic mm -hmm. which is you know basically that's the the formula of always sunny yep yeah exactly so i guess if you're going into this you kind of have to know if you like always sunny or not because that's going to be the big tipping point i think if you will enjoy this show or not I think so, yeah. I think that that's a, a really good point, is that, like, if you really enjoy It's Always Sunny, you're probably gonna dig this, because there's a lot of similarities in terms of, like, how it's structured and how the characters are written. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you don't like It's Always Sunny, you're not gonna like this. Yeah. Um, turns out, I'm a big fan of It's Always Sunny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yay! 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 So we got, like, Charlie Day on it, too. Yeah, he's a writer for it. Does not show up, I don't think, in any of like the episodes, which I thought no, was surprising. No. I thought he would show up and make at least like one cameo or something. I thought so too, but he didn't. He did not. I'm surprised. I was also surprised, but yeah. It is that kind of show, and there's a lot of references to Ubisoft in it, and also like season one specifically, like you just see a lot of Ubisoft game footage because that's kind of just what they use to 
show off the game is just here's like for honor yep <laughs> <laughs> here you go season two gets a little bit weirder where they just like pull from any company they want yeah. Like, it definitely seems like there's a lot of Blizzard cutscenes in there. There's one yep. point where, like, you see Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn in a very brief scene. Yep. And I was just like, what, what is going on here? Yeah, it was, it was very bizarre, but originally it was just Ubisoft all the time. Mm -hmm. So that was funny. It was mostly just like, all right, pick out the game that is being flashed on the screen that's supposed to represent this other game. Yep. Yep. Welcome to our game. What is this real game that is supposed to be this fictional game? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times whenever they like show the actual game, you're just like, that looks like crap. <laughs> yep. 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 Even though it's supposed to be like the biggest game in the world. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. It looks terrible. Mm -hmm. Amazing. It's very funny. I think that that also lends itself to being part of the joke, though. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'd hope so. I would hope so, too. Uh, I like a lot of this cast. Yeah. Very well put together and everything. A lot of, And there's definitely characters in here that are like actors in here that you look at and are like, you are not the kind of person I would pick for this role, but you work very well in this role. Danny. Yes. <laughs> That's... Yo! Yo! I never would have put him in that role, and I'm so glad they did, they did because he's perfect. Which I think, like, it, him being on Community probably hurt him more than it helped because, like, he probably got more typecast into that kind of role. Yeah. Going forward. But, like, this is just the complete opposite of, like, just the nerdy role that he had been in in that show where he's just a complete on this He's a show. complete, like, capitalist <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, uh, the guy who plays Cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always sunny. Yes. Like he plays a completely different type of yes. role. And I'm, <laughs> like, I didn't recognize him at first, but he's also just <laughs> he's fantastic. a little more cleaned up in this show than in Always yep. Sunny. <laughs> little bit, little bit. Um, <laughs> and then like Ashley Birch is in it, mm -hmm. uh, which took me a second to recognize her. I was like, wait a minute, I know that person. Yeah. And then I finally put it together. I was like, that's Ashley Birch. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um. Yeah, you've you've got some some people here that I was like, oh hey, I didn't expect you to be in that kind of role, but you you're doing a great job. Keep at yeah. it. Danny is definitely like the key one there, though. Absolutely, <laughs> he killed it. It's the one you're just like, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's really funny. Um. Should we talk about like a little bit of backstory on this? Like the fact like when it came out and all that jazz and like sure. the, the um like quarantine stuff? Yeah, so the first season launched just before everything went bad. Mm -hmm. Uh it launched on Apple TV Plus on February 7, 2020. They did two specials in between season one and season two. There was a special on May 22nd, 2020, and on April 16th, 2021. And then the second season aired on May 7th, 2021 and finished up in June of 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the quarantine one was actually really interesting because it was like, like you said, May. So it was kind of when we were in the height of everything being mm -hmm. shut down. And it is very, very well done. And I think that it's going to be a very interesting piece of media to look at in the future. 
Yeah, that was one of the things we talked about after like I'd watched it was like mm-hmm. this is very much a time and place kind of piece of media yeah. because like if you look at this like 10 years after the fact like it's going to seem it's going to like obviously probably harbor up a bunch of memories of this but mm-hmm. also it's going to feel so weird that like this was a thing. It's going to be it, so weird. It, I guess it depends on what the world looks like in 10 years, but you know. <laughs> right, right. Is, that makes it's, sense. It's just one of those things you're going to like this is a very much in the moment kind of episode that, you know, you can't really do if you are not divorced, if you're divorced from it. Right. Which, like, the Wikipedia article says, like, they shot and edited that whole, that whole episode in three weeks. Like, wow, really? while all of it, everything was happening. So it makes sense why it feels, like, so real and raw because, like, it's just, like, in the first couple of months of that so like this is the beginning everyone's still trying to figure things out and like you really get a feel of like the characters trying to figure all everything out as well mm-hmm. and even like in season two we have like cw running around mm-hmm. like basically on an ipad all the time um uh, because one they didn't want to endanger the actor himself mm-hmm. um but two like can you imagine like in 50 years if somebody were to watch that episode they'd be like what what is happening why is he just rolling around Mm-hmm. Like the, what is what is this? It's it, it's it is worth reporting though that I guess like they did all that to to keep CW's actor alive. more safe and alive, but also apparently like a lot of crew members caught COVID when filming, yeah. Yeah. which is like oof. Yeah, yikes! Oh boy, big oofa yikes! Doofa. It is worth mentioning that yes, yes. So I'm glad uh, that they didn't have him on set because, ugh, that could have been bad. Very much so. And I think Rob even said, like, I don't want to be known as the guy who killed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, you know, fair, but also yikes. Yeah. But yeah, like, that quarantine episode is probably the best episode out of all of the episodes in the show. Just because, like, it's the most real episode you could make given the situation that people were in at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was a really cool episode to watch. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, I, I watched it right around when it first came out. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because um, I had, like, binge-watched the first season, like, all in, in May. And then I watched that one. I was like, oh, okay, all right. It was it was, it was was a, a good way to, uh, to make everything feel a little bit more normal, even though it was very clearly not normal. Right. It's like, all right, cool. We're, we're, we're incorporating this and doing all kinds of weird shenanigans with comedy now. I'm into it. Like the, the scene at the end with like Ian and Poppy, mm-hmm. where like he comes and visits her because she's like so like having an emotional breakdown because of everything. Yeah. It's like just incredibly well done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And that that's something else that is worth mentioning is that, like, uh, the actress who plays Poppy is, like, insanely good. Mm-hmm. Insanely good. Um, What's her name? What's her name? Uh, Charlotte Nickdow? Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> She's really, really good. But, yes. um, yeah, you're right. Like, that, that entire thing is just, like, insanely well done. And also kind of, like, Every once in a while in It's Always Sunny, you get, like, a, a real, real moment that you're like, oh, okay, wow. Um, and this was kind of that moment for the show, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple moments in season one that had that, but, like, this one was like, oh, okay, wow. Like, this is not entirely just, like, 
ha 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 funny comedy. And I think just given the time period, like you can't just do that. No, you can't. It, it like it would have been one disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, like, how do you how do you like ignore that period? Right. I don't know. And it had that fun thing with the zoom, the with the the, the I forget what it was. The, a ball? Or oh, they a, did like a um. What what do they call those? Um, like the 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 um like it's not Ruberg machine, is it? Yes. Is it Ruberg? Rude Goldberg machine. Right. There we go. Uh, yeah. Where they did like yeah. everyone doing like their own little part through the Zoom meeting and everything. Like that was fun. That was fun. I like that a lot. One thing that I think that is also worth mentioning is that I really like that they take on the whole idea of um, the like alter game developer. Mm -hmm. Like Ian is basically that. He is like that dude that everyone's like, oh, you know, he's the head of the studio. He does everything. He's great. He's a genius, blah, 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 blah. Like he is that. Mm-hmm. He also really represents a lot of the like douchebaggery in the industry. Yeah, like, it's, and I'm kind of shocked that Ubisoft was okay with that. Given what Ubisoft has been going through recently, yeah. <laughs> I'm really maybe really they shocked just, that Ubisoft was like, maybe they had a few ideas. They're like, hey, we could push this for because hey, this is what's happening in our studio because we kind of understand this. Yeah, maybe. They knew all too well how that works. <laughs> Oh man, but um, like I do think that it's an interesting piece of like cultural commentary, though, mm-hmm. on like what game development and game culture is like, mm-hmm. um, because people do, and I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I do it too, but like, um, people tend to like latch on to like the great dude that runs the studio, or like just I, the director of a game, and it's like, oh, they did yep. everything. Yeah. When that is clearly not the case. Right. And so, like, Ian is, like, the face of this studio. He is the face of Mythic Quest, and he he's everything, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and, and so I, I did think that that was interesting, especially, like I said, I, I was shocked that Ubisoft let them go as far as they did with that. Yeah. Um, especially, like, with the, the, like, douchey kid streamer. Yeah. <laughs> what was that kid's name? Pootie Shoe. Pootie Shoe. <laughs> I mean, there was also like an episode in season one where like they have to figure out, oh man, Nazis are in our game and using it as a hangout space. Yep. Yep. How do we deal with Nazis? So like, that's another thing you would think like, sp- specifically Ubisoft. Yeah. Of all people would be like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, the Nazi episode. Maybe it's one of those things where getting the Always Sunny team is a good thing because you can just be like, they'll just be like, dude, we don't f- give a. Sh-. Yeah, no, I I think that that's true. That like, I I think that you couldn't have done something like this with a different kind of team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might could have, but I think that this was the best team for it. Right. Um, Because they obviously, like, gave a 
and wanted yeah. to like say something with this um and not just be like like i said haha funny comedy like they they were making some interesting observations and points with with the show mm -hmm. i forgot all about the nazi episode though that was a thing that was really really good <laughs> here have your own oh thunder have your own nazi server have fun <laughs> stay in there in your own little bubble oh god but yeah I, I was very very shocked that ubisoft let them go as far as they did mm -hmm. um and I, I wonder like how that conversation even played out but i will never know we will never know unless it's somebody down the lines like yeah this is how it went but um i mean you have like commentary on the, on nazis in video games you have commentary on like auteur you have commentary on like women in game development mm -hmm. and you have commentary on like pitifully paid game testers yep you have some on like insane monetization of games mm -hmm. like you've got some really good stuff in this like I've mentioned it to you before. There are some jokes that really do not land. Yeah. They really don't land. I think especially um, in season one. Yeah. Yeah. More so than I think in season two. I think season two is a lot more tighter. Mm -hmm. And especially because like, they're able to explore characters more so in, in that than in season one. Because there's definitely parts of season one where I was just kind of like, I mean, this is okay. Mm -hmm. It's funny here and there, but it's mostly okay. But I think once you get like near like near the end and like get through like the specials and everything, that's when the show really starts to to pick up. I did really like um the the one episode in the middle, uh the a dark quiet death. Mm -hmm. That one was really, really out of nowhere and yeah. I was really wanting to be like where is this going to come up like what is this going to this has to be something mm -hmm. um and um i like how it came around i really do like how it came around but uh that that was one of the strongest episodes of one in my opinion but it also was not like a comedy episode at all yeah it was more of a drama and like mm -hmm. seeing like the of a, a, a game series and also like the death of a relationship and kids and a studio really yeah. <laughs> um it was, it was a really really fascinating episode and it threw me off so bad when i first watched it i was like what is happening because mm -hmm. i remember going through it as well and i'm just being like that was weird and you were like that'll come back don't worry <laughs> yep yep man that that kid's name was Pootie Shoe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's Ian's kid. <laughs> Which at the end, you're just like, what is what? All right, sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, that whole thing. I was like, oh, man, what? <laughs> Because they're just like a complete butthole to this kid, and he's a butthole back. But, mm -hmm. 
you have the whole like Dana thing where she's trying to be a streamer, but like she's like a corporate streamer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said, there there are some things in episode or in season one that really aren't as good. Um, but I think there is a lot good, and then season two did a lot more. In ter- well, in the specials, did a lot more that was good. So I think they, they do a better job and I think in season two of like morphing the comedy and drama together in ways that works better rather than kind of like making them kind of like two different things. Mm-hmm. So it just like I said, it just makes for a tighter overall season and just makes things land better, especially because like you already know these characters so you're able to explore them more than you could in season one. Right. Instead of having to do like introductions, basically. Right. Which is a good thing. Um, you also have like actual LGBTQ um, representation mm-hmm. in terms of characters, which is pretty cool. Uh, wow, I forgot that episode was called Blood Ocean. That is it, the song of uh, Death Clock, that song <laughs> from Metal- Metalocalypse. Um, also a very good show. I need to rewatch that, but I'm sure a lot of those jokes are not going to land anymore too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm interested to hear like some of what you think though, because I I watched this last year and then I watched the the season two when it came out. Um, so you have like fresher eyes on it and like maybe a different perspective. So I'm really interested to hear like what you think. Yeah. I mean, it's been like a couple months since I watched season one. Mm -hmm. So like my memory's a little fuzzy. On that, but Same. like, like I said, like I think you know, there's parts of it where I was just like, you know, this is funny, but it could be better. And I think as the season goes along, it starts to it starts to really pick up. Like you know, usually how first seasons tend to be, where it's just like it starts off slow, and you're kind of just like, mm, I don't know. And then eventually, you kind of like you see the show get into its groove. Yeah. And by the end of it, you're like, okay, I understand where this is going. I can see you know how they're doing this. And then like again, I think everything really turns with that quarantine episode. Because that's yeah. really, they, they really show off, like, what this show can actually do. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is just, like, the catalyst for how they really transform the show into what you see in season two and onward. Mm-hmm. So I, I binged through season two, like, in two days. Because I forgot wow. this was only nine episodes. And I, I got to the <laughs> end last night and I was like, wait, why isn't it popping over to the next episode? Oh, that was it. <laughs> oh, Okay interesting um so yeah like i I thought season two was a lot better overall i thought the idea of like putting ian and poppy together as like a team and then immediately being like all right well they are not working as a team and everything yeah was an interesting idea and also just like the way poppy starts turning into ian yep and just becoming that person and like he has to be the one to pull her out of it Mm-hmm. Of all people, which is real interesting. Like, you started seeing, like like I said, in the quarantine episode and, like, some of the end of season one where, like, he has these parts of him that aren't just, like, this super egotistical Right. And there are actual, like, human parts of him that he just doesn't want to show. Mm-hmm. And it really comes out in, the, like, the latter half of season two where, like, they have that workplace assessment thing and uh, 
Carol, the HR lady, just wants them all to sign in. She's like, I hate this. She's one of my favorite characters. Yes. She's so good. <laughs> and like, like Sicily's so funny. Yeah, like it comes down to Ian and Poppy like having an argument over which animal they are. And basically Carol wants them both to like, all right, just say some secret that neither of you have said and just put it out there. And like Ian gives like this actual heartfelt secret. He's like he spits out and then poppy's just like i'm afraid of singing yeah and he's just like dude what the f like I, I i opened up and you did that mm -hmm. okay um yeah that was actually that's a good point because uh, there was the argument over like who's the lion i think yes um and and i think that that is a a good reversal of their roles mm -hmm. at that moment of like she becomes the one who who comes across as like cold and self-centered instead of him where he's like actually trying to offer up something mm -hmm. she just she just really wants to get them to sign this paperwork so she can leave yes cw um, also needs to go do some sexual harassment training oh boy does he ever yeah um, and then like at the end of the season as well like it really ramps up where like ian has to go to the hospital because everyone thinks he has a heart attack but he's just very dehydrated and fainted <laughs> <laughs> so like he learns that and is just like, oh, well, that's interesting. And Poppy just like explodes on him because she's like, you, this is just more of your, you know, that you're throwing on the people and everything. And like, why am I even here? What the f going on and all this sort of stuff. And like, he gets mad at her because he's like lashing out at him. And he's like, I didn't realize this was the thing. Sorry. Sorry that you you decided to come here and care and whatnot and like legitimately like breaks down and because like he's still mad about the the secret thing and she just still doesn't like understand why he's upset about it mm -hmm. and then eventually he's just like just get the f out of here until she eventually comes back and like helps him through it essentially and i think that's where like they eventually are able to kind of repair their relationship and she's able to kind of like get out of that mindset in a way but they put they it's essentially it puts them more on like equal status in both mm -hmm. of their eyes i guess you could, you could say because afterwards they're both like working together and everything and then they just like yeah we're gonna really leave yeah <laughs> we're gonna make go our own out. game <laughs> see you later like yeah mythic quest is done we just gotta go do something else now yeah which i thought was interesting as well that like it's cw of all people who's like yeah you guys you, you guys finished the story it's done yeah <laughs> you can't do anything else that's why you haven't been doing anything <laughs> it's over <laughs> and they're like oh okay <laughs> man um speaking of cw the the backstory episode mm -hmm. um and then like the follow-up to that that was really interesting because cw has been kind of an odd character throughout yes um so like getting more on what the heck cw's deal is was really really good and i think um i forget the guy who played him because he was um he was like big head in um and um shoot what is that show called about Silicon the... Valley. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm terrible with names. You know He's this. He's a Josh Brenner. Okay, he did a great job in pulling off that like haughty, like I'm so full of myself, I'm the greatest mm -hmm. in the world, like mm -hmm. type of character. Um. And I'm sure that you ran into like a million of those types of dudes since you were like an English major. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah. Um, 
but I was glad that we actually like got some kind of like substance out of CW besides just like being a weird perv. And then the reveal is that like he's he's a artist. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole thing has just been the whole time. Yeah. I was like, of course, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Which of also course. explains like why CW's been having such a hard time making things work. Mm-hmm. But, yep. And, and the artist thing was, he's like, yeah, you know, this great book is gonna be a part of a, a large series. Oh, man, you know, the first one was really good. There were the follow-ups, so yikes! What happened yeah. there? <laughs> It was a really, really good, like, series of episodes. And then, like, Ashley Birch the whole time, uh, her character is just like, um. <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> ah! It was so funny. Yeah, like, oh, man. the episode where him and Peter reconnect, quote unquote. Reconnect. I thought was also in a drawer. really good just because, like. He has like all these pent up emotions and everything, and just like they're both just, like lashing out at each other, and eventually they're able to kind of come to differences and be like, "Look, we're old. <laughs> we don't got any got many other people out there for us. We got to stick with each other, I guess." Let's love the same gal. Yep, and also like how he's just like, "Yeah, I read all your books. They were real yeah. good, even though they kind of suck, but." Gosh darn it, they were good. I did really like that. Mm-hmm. I did really, really like that. It was it was cute. Mm-hmm. In the desk, though, not so cute. Not as cute. No. Not, not as cute. Not how you foster a friendship. Also, I did like how he brings up at the beginning of the episode that, like, oh, don't bring up the video game because you know, the literary types f- look down upon that, which, like, not untrue. Not untrue. But that was the whole thing that, like, brought him back out of, like, you know, him passing out and brought the two of them together was, like, was, uh, A.E. was, like, had bought that game and was, like, oh, a friend of mine worked on this and he said he was going to do this, like, some 40 years ago. hmm Which I thought was cool. Yeah. I also like that, um... It showed like how Ian had like found him at like, yeah. a, a Ren fair selling mm-hmm. like turkey legs, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh man, like you got to come work with me." <laughs> I was like, "Yay!" That was that was cute. Like the the way the actor even like just does the whole thing when like Ian's like, "Hey, have you ever thought about writing for a video game?" And you can see like the eyes like sparkle essentially. Yeah, he he really really killed it in mm-hmm. terms of like really coming back to life at that point yeah it was awesome good job actor i forget your name names are hard names are hard never have a name i will forget it we also like have to talk about brad brad in season two. Oh my god like we have no we have no choice but to talk about brad in season two <laughs> because this is really where he shines yes like oh my god also like Anybody named Brad tends to be an ass. <laughs> uh, that's a given. If I meet somebody named Brad, I'm like, you probably suck. So when he was named Brad, I'm like, mm, sus. But season two, Brad, like even starting with the the like Everlight special, like God, they just really, really ran with that character and did mm-hmm. such a good job. Yep. 
like when they're just becoming like this super villain trying to end like the parties and um then like joe basically like becoming his underling yeah <laughs> it was amazing he was just such a butt the whole time and i loved it i love how he was trying to get them to do a battle royale and then like just kept sneaking in and like he's, he's like says hi to poppy he just like has a mug that just says battle royale on <laughs> it. <laughs> she's like he just got that made didn't he what a and um him like trying to get david uh, a girlfriend yep with the dating sim yep <laughs> oh man so funny the best part is like when his brother shows up and he's the one that's like freaking out like oh man this guy gotta get away from him and everyone else is like oh he's so nice to everything so like immediately you're like thinking if brad thinks he's a he's bad something's gotta be up with this guy yeah <laughs> and then it turns out he's even more of an even <laughs> worse you're just like man. what is happening <laughs> is crazy and then like joe is about to like go down for like insider trading at mm -hmm. one point <laughs> and he, he reports himself to the fbi to get arrested because he wants to improve his street cred <laughs> <laughs> and like they come in they're like we just want to talk to you we're not arresting you and he's like and they're like no, and joe's like here. put the sweater on it make it and walk out have him walk out with you make it look like you've been arrested <laughs> and he's like yes <laughs> He looks so pleased with himself as he he's is. walking out. It's so good. And then he goes to the elevator and just flips off everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is when David tells Ian and Poppy, like, oh, Brad got arrested. And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. That that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Insider trading? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah totally makes sense. <laughs> it's so <sighs> funny. Like the whole episode with the again the the um um HR mm -hmm. and they're talking about like who's the shark and they just keep circling. Yes. <laughs> like every once in a while they just come back and they just start doing the circles. Yeah. God. <laughs> it was so funny. It was legitimately so funny. And then David thinking he's a wolf. <laughs> except he answered the questions wrong so he really probably doesn't have that and then he's just like oh i gotta go <laughs> shows up in his like leather jacket yep like, oh man his hair oh. spiked a bad boy a everyone's just like what is happening with this guy <laughs> oh <sighs> man that was one of my favorite episodes of that season mm-hmm the HR one, which is so good. It's real good. It's real, real good. God. <laughs> God, it's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing that I, I, I want to bring up because, um, it was, it was something I was not expecting. Um, but the, uh, the whole like Poppy having to go do the speech thing. Mm-hmm. And how it's just like a complete disaster. And then you find out like, oh, hey, they planned the whole thing. Right. <laughs> like literally scripted it down. Like everything was scripted. And like, what? But it shows like that's a good point that shows like I and a poppy work really, really well together when they really like need to. Mm -hmm. 
Um, because like they completely pulled that off, and he's like, "Yeah, I wrote everything." Like glasses. Yep, her farting totally. All <laughs> and then they both realize, oh, she played us against each other. Yep, yep. It was amazing. It was so good. Um, man, <sighs> season two was really good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there were some jokes that did not land, but um, I I am interested to see what happens with this now. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do more or not. I don't know. Because there's definitely, I think, stories that could still continue Mm -hmm. in this, but, like, obviously the two leads just left the game, so, like, what do you do from there? Right, like, Mythic Quest is, like, not theirs anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like, how, how would you continue it? But, like, like you said, I think that there is room to continue it for sure. Um... But but I don't know. I don't know. And I mean, like, you have, like, whole situations of I and Poppy both, like, stepping up and saying, like, yo, we can mentor, like, you guys. We, we do better, mm-hmm. like, with, with both of the, the, the gals who were previously testers. Mm-hmm. Like, the one comes in with the, the terrible goat game. And, like... Yeah, like we can we can help you go to school, like get better at this. And like Ian has the one moment with the um with a stick shift that he's like, You're literally in a car with me. You have every opportunity to like pitch ideas and talk to me about what you want to do. What do you want to do? Like mm-hmm. this is your shot. Um, which man, that whole stick shifting was really, really <laughs> <Very> funny. funny. <laughs> uh stick shifts are very hard. I know how to drive one technically, but I would never choose to do it. But yeah, I just love the shot of like he's like all ready to go, and then he looks down at the shift, the stick shift, and he's just like, "Oh no!" Yep, <laughs> yep. So good. It's real good. I would, I would also do that though. I'd be like, "Ah, no, mm-hmm. not a stick shift." <laughs> They're just not, not for me. Not for me. It gives me too much anxiety. Maybe it gives him too much anxiety too. Shrug shoulders. Shrug shoulders. But yeah, I don't know. Like, can you continue it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because they they've kind of like put themselves in a situation that it would be kind of hard to do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I would I would be fine with seeing more if it's like done in a way that makes sense. But yeah, I'm also I, fine with this being the ending. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I think it, I would like to see more of these characters and the stories that these characters could tell. But, like, they do a good enough job of, like, wrapping up their stories. Or, like, mm-hmm. specifically, like, just, like, the way of the story of this game, essentially. Yeah. To where, like, if this was it, I would be completely okay with it. Because I think it, we got to a good point in the story to where, you know, you can wrap it up. And then, like, in the Mexican restaurant with napkins playing a game. Which I was, I wasn't surprised that like that was going to be their end goal because like, the way they talked about that like the beginning of the episode of like they want to use Poppy's idea, but like he's like, yeah, we can't do that because of the way the game's currently built. Like, just our infrastructure isn't suited for that. So I was thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, either they're going to make a sequel, or they'll just make a new game, mm-hmm. and just utilize those ideas and do that. So like when they do that, they have that Mexican restaurant part at the very end, and he's like, they're like, all right, we're gonna make this new game. 
what do you want to do? And she's like, oh, I want to do this, 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 and this. And he's like, well, we're going to make your game. She's like, what? We're going to make your idea. We can't do it on the other stuff because our infrastructure is bad and it's old. But if we start from scratch, we can totally do it. And it's like, there you go. Yep. And like, it's further proof of like, you know, how like just the way those characters have evolved. They're like, Ian's the one who's like, I'm letting you take charge here. Like, this is yeah. your project. Like, I will help you out, of course. But like, this is yours. Which I thought was real good as well. Yeah, which early Ian would not have done. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. The the shovel comes to mind. <laughs> Amazing. Which wasn't the joke with that that like everybody was gonna dig like penis shapes. Yep. Yeah, which that's 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 of course true. they would. <laughs> that's what that's what happens. Of course they would. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen like a a. a you can make shapes in a game situation where that has not happened. Exactly. So, <laughs> but yeah, like going from the shovel to going to him saying like, this is yours. Let's do it. Like that is, that is a lot of character development. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I'm glad that you didn't hate this though. I was worried you were going to hate it. <laughs> I was really worried you were going to hate it. Oh, I hate this. Oh no! And I made my brother like I kept texting him like, "Please watch season two. Please watch season two. Please watch season two. Ah!" So he did finally watch season two. As did I. Yay! I'm so glad you watched it. I'm so glad you watched it because I, I I really I really did enjoy like for the most part I really enjoyed this. Um, mm -hmm. I think when I like was initially texting him like yeah i'd give it like an eight eight and a half out of ten i think when i was texting you back in the day i don't remember mm -hmm. but like it's just really enjoyable um especially for like you know nerds like us who are kind of like entrenched in in this whole scene here yeah like it's cool to see like this becoming like a thing that you actually have a successful combination of video games and television and comedy that isn't just completely hokey. Um, but like I said, it's also really cool to actually see like character growth and like commentary on the game industry and things like that. Like I was not expecting that when it first got announced at all. Yeah. Or, or when Keller's like, Hey, we're going to watch this. And we did. And I was not, not expecting what I got, but I'm happy with what I got. You would certainly think it'd be a lot more one-dimensional, which is usually the the case with video game-related shows and movies and whatnot. Yeah, totally. But this was good. It was very good. I'm happy. Al is happy. Jared happy? I'm happy. Yay! We're both happy. Like, the one negative is it's on Apple+. Plus. Apple TV Plus or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. Because, God, that sucks. <laughs> um, Like, the only reason I have that was I got some, like, free months. Um, Also, I don't know if you know this, but um, the... Uh, oh, God, I'm going to say it wrong because it said different ways. The, the Tears of Anarin? 
I don't remember. Anyway, the book that um, CW wrote mm-hmm. is on Apple Books yes. as an audiobook. Yes. And I listened to part of it, and it was it was it was a whole thing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, but that is an interesting side note that there is there is the the book that totally not actually his book. Yeah. <laughs> uh so is there anything else that we should mention about this? Did I miss anything? I don't think so. It could. It could. It could. So surprised Charlie Day didn't show up. Yeah. Me as well. But yeah. Um, really, really good. Really, really, really good. Yep, yep, yep. And it made me really want round glasses, but I can't get round glasses. Oh, boo. Because Poppy looks really cute with her round glasses. Give owl round glasses. I looked for some, and I just can't find any that actually like fit my dang old head. Heck. 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 This is what happens when you have a kid-sized head. <laughs> when, you, when, you're, when your dome is tiny. Just enable have... big head mode. God, can you imagine me with big head mode? That'd be weird. Be very weird. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I did really want round glasses. I was like, Bobby looks so cute with her round glasses. But I couldn't find any. I, I really did try. Heck. 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 Heck and heck. Well, that's going to do it for us then. Mm-hmm. So, if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can watch her stream video games at twitch.tv slash M-E-Y-D-A-L-E-N-N-A. That's where she plays the video games. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You Sometimes can buy... play the best game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can buy her books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll talk about something. Something. Else. God, I'm drowning in video games, but none of them are complete. So many video games, so little. 